Have you ever wondered about or hoped for an easy button for sharing the gospel of Christ? Well, I found it, and it's coming up next. Welcome to Standing in Christ in the 21st Century, learning about who we are in Christ and how to respond to the culture of our day. I'm your host, Dave Minkle. Hello and welcome to today's podcast. I have a special guest in studio today. I know that uh, interviews are not necessarily the norm, and I'm truly excited about what he's going to share with us today because it's it's at the heart of the gospel of Christ. So my guest is a uh, former mechanical engineer, went to Riverside uh, for his degree, and he's been on, on staff full-time ministries since 2013. He's been working among the youth, the young adult ministry. He's passionate about the gospel of Christ, and he's also very interested in Christian apologetics. Welcome to the studio, Josh Gallegos. And one other thing is you can find him at 316mission.info and hashtag Jesus Saves. So Josh, welcome to the studio. Glad to be here, Dave. Now, we went ahead and met uh, not too long ago. It was a, uh, a conference, and that's where I heard about Mission, or uh, 316 Mission. Yep. You know, when it was presented, it was like, wow, this is, this is something that would be so simple and so strategic to be able to use that it fits so well with the podcast of Standing Christ in the 21st Century because you're able to go ahead, the strategic pieces, you're able to go ahead and, sh- and use social media to be able to be strategic in the gospel. That's what it's about. Yeah, our... Our heart is really to get the body of Christ moving with the gospel. We say, you know, we're a movement to get the body of Christ moving with the gospel. You know, only about 95% or about 95% of Christians have never shared the gospel. They don't share the gospel. And that's a really sad thing. And so, you know, it, the, the heart and vision is what, what, if, what could we do to flip that statistic? And what, what if we got the body of Christ moving to share the gospel? And so really just kind of going back to basics of the simple gospel message and, and starting, you know, with something that, you know, you learn, you know, from a young age, you know, every baby Christian should know John 3.16. Like, let's start there. And once we know that, we can share that. And there's really a gospel message that's packed up in there that if we just kind of unfold that and explain that to people, man, the gospel message is right in there in that simple verse. And that's a great point. The difficulty is actually making the first step in getting out there and doing something. But you've got something that we're going to get into that can get people past that, that hurdle and make it so that it's it's easy. Now, in life, there's a lot of difficulties. And for myself, in my work life, if I can find an easy button, I'm going for the easy button because I'm in technology and IT. And it's difficult enough just because of its, its nature of what it is. Anytime I can find something easy, and, and you've got a mechanical engineering background, very technical, so you can understand the value of having something that's just straightforward. Yeah, that, that's really 
the heart behind this and, you know, working with youth and trying to get them started in sharing the gospel, you know, it, it's got to be something that's easy and doable. And I believe sharing the gospel is, it's fundamental to who we are as believers. And it's something that we're all called to do. And it's something that I think is a lot easier than people realize if we just kind of start with the basics and share the good news. You know, when we talk about the gospel, I think a lot of times we don't realize that that's literally what that word means. It is good news. And I think it should be conveyed and presented as good news, as the, the best news that there is, the most important message really that anyone could hear. And, you know, when we convey it that way, you know, it, it really reveals the, the heart, I believe, of God about what the gospel is all about, you know, the greatest rescue mission that's ever taken place and really the greatest display of love that's ever been shown to this world. Yeah, that's, that's, that's awesome. It is the greatest rescue mission. Absolutely. You think of the whole mankind is under the, the penalty of sin. Yes. And we're not talking about just a certain beachhead or just a certain type of war, but this is, this is a, a complete humanity war. And so the rescue mission is the entire human race. Absolutely. It, it's the, the greatest price paid, you know, to meet the greatest need. You know, and so it, it's it's not really something that could be approached with mediocrity. I mean, this is an extremely amazing, you know, message that we have. And I think a lot of times, uh, you know, just the the fear of, you know, how people are going to respond is, is one of the big things that holds us back. Um, but I, th I think one way to contrast the gospel with a lot of what's going on in the culture today is the gospel is not politics. You're not trying to convince somebody uh, to think the way that you think. Like this is literally life and death, you know, and this is the most important message that anyone could hear. And it is absolute truth. And it needs to be, I think, conveyed with compassion. You know, we read in the scriptures how Jesus was moved with compassion. He was compelled. He could not, you know, stay where he was. He was drawn by that compassion, by that love to, to reach out and to touch people. And, you know, as Christians, if that heart, if that love is in us, that should stir us up in love to share the gospel, to reach out to those that are lost and are dying and don't even realize that they are. Yeah. And often Christians are wondering, you know, what's God's will for my life? And in, you know, non-Christians are going to think, well, what is, what is there as far as purpose in life? What is, what is this all about? What is the purpose of this life? And Christianity really answers both. Uh, you, you mentioned that um, uh, the value of, of getting behind sharing the gospel and, and how, uh, how important it is to do that because it is in the heart of God. If you take a look at God's work within human history, he took all of the, the, the Jewish history to lay down the prophecies and all of the work that he did in order to validate the coming of the Messiah, the whole idea of a sacrificial system. In other words, the death of Christ on the cross was a propitiation. In other words, it was a satisfaction of payment to pay for sin. Mm -hmm. So, it wasn't something that just happened out of the blue. Yeah. God took thousands of years in order to accomplish his, his plan. It was a purposeful, designed, effort plan to save humanity. As you said, it was a rescue mission. There Absolutely. was preparation ahead of time for this rescue mission. And now the idea is that we have 
the capability, the opportunity to join in with God, to partner with God, to, to fulfill the Great Commission that is actually a yeah. command in Matthew 28 to, to make disciples of, of all nations, we can now say, okay, I know the will of God. God. God told me what it was in Matthew 28, and now I have this opportunity to go ahead and very easily share the gospel of Christ. Yeah, that's that's what it's all about, you know. And and so, you know, really the the heart behind what we're doing is to, you know, get people engaged in doing that, you know. A lot of times the the mentality, uh, you know, within the church is, you know, that that sharing the gospel is for the professionals. And a lot of times we'll even put our resources and our finances towards, you know, uh elevating somebody else's platform, someone who we feel is gifted and called to present the gospel. And in doing that, we kind of defer. But really, you know, this is something that we all as believers are called to do. And it's something that we can do just by sharing the gospel, by sharing the simple message of, you know, the the need and the the payment uh, that's presented by sin and the, and the payment to reconcile that God paid himself by taking that uh, upon himself at the cross. And that payment, on the cross was so important because Jesus Christ, when he died on the cross, he said to Telestai, it is finished. So the culmination of that payment was made on the cross. You mentioned that the gospel was good news. Now, for those that don't know that, that's not just because we're, we're saying that, okay, this message looks like it's good news. No, the Greek word euangelion means in the Greek, Good news. So we're not just slapping a label on it. That is literally what gospel means. It means good news. So when in Mark chapter 1, when Mark explains the first verse, he says, this is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. In Matthew, it says that Jesus went around preaching the gospel. So this is the good news of Jesus Christ, the plan of God the payment for sin. Absolutely. Now, as far as being able to share the gospel, there's not necessarily always the easy thing. People, people pay a price. You used to be a mechanical engineer. You made the transition over to full-time ministry. Mm-hmm. What was that transition like? Was it, were there challenges along the way? Was there, I mean, was it a better roses to make that transition? Uh, no, you know, there's, there's definitely, uh, a cost in that. And, um, you know, it's, it's definitely not an easy thing, but it's definitely worth it. I can say, and that, that, that's really, you know, what it is. It's about, you know, understanding that there's a cost in seeking out the Lord and and following what he's called you to, you know, I, I can definitely say it was worth it and I don't regret any of it. And, you know, there's really, uh, a matter of being, you know, called into, you know, your purpose and and calling and just knowing that you're doing, you know, the most important thing that you could ever do where where when what you are doing impacts eternal destinations by sharing the greatest message and and really impacting lives, you know, uh, through sharing the gospel and God's word, man, it's, it's the greatest thing you could ever do. So sharing the gospel, living for Jesus Christ, we're not saying that the life of being a follower of Jesus is an easy button. We're saying that being able to share the gospel with the the ministry that that, that you put forth here, 
is the easy button. Living for Jesus Christ is, is something that uh, does cost. It's not a bed of roses. So the gospel of Jesus Christ isn't, hey, you're going to have wealth and prosperity and success and you're not going to have any more problems in life. The gospel of Christ is man is under the penalty of sin and under judgment and Jesus has come in order to take away that penalty, order to take away that, that, that uh, judgment so that you can live forever, eternal life. That is what the good news is. And then we live as Christians. We, our relationship then isn't to earn salvation from that point forward, but it's a love relationship with God because he has invited us into his very own fellowship within his own person for eternity. This is a familiar relationship that we now have with God. We're considered his family, sons and daughters of the king that we're being brought into. So this isn't a small thing that we're talking about. This is, this is huge. This is very impactful. And then God is now at a place where the, he can now work in people's lives once they give their life to Christ. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, it's really, you know, as you were uh, making mention earlier about you know, the purpose in life, people recognize, um, you know, that this world is messed up in a lot of ways and, and people feel the, you know, there's a lot of depression and anxiety and, and people are asking the deep questions. What is the purpose of my life? And, and, you know, is there anything beyond this? And that's the gospel, you know, not that this life is easy, but you know, I often say, you know, that as crazy as this life is, you know, for the Christian, you know, to know that this life is not all there is and, and that there is uh, life beyond the grave. And for those that don't know Christ to know that there's, you know, uh, hell, you know, that there is a real heaven, a real hell. There is uh, eternity, you know, and as, uh, you know, the Bible tells us that, you know, this life is it's but a vapor. Um, it's here for a moment, but then, you know, there's eternity. And so we need to uh, prepare for that and know that, you know, it, it makes the ultimate difference of, of where we're going and, and what really matters is eternity. Yeah, I, I, like, the, I like the analogy of the vapor. Uh, I believe that comes out of, of James. James, yeah. And, you know, you, you strike a match, you see the vapor, and then it's gone. And, and that's really our lifespan. Now, we don't, we don't see it that way. We don't experience that way because we're in the thick of it in life and there are pressures and different things that are going on. So we're like in the pressure cooker of life and we don't think that it's a vapor because we it doesn't don't feel like it. Yeah, <laughs> we, don't, we don't have that perspective, but it is. If you, if you take a look at it in, in the aspect of all eternity, right? Exactly. And if we, if we were to take a, a drop compare it to Niagara Falls, of all, the, of all the water that's gone through Niagara Falls, well, that would be one comparison. But then we could go ahead and say, okay, a drop uh, compared to the hull of the uh, water in the ocean. Mm. Or, or then we could go ahead and say, okay, well, how about a drop of water in the ocean of a thousand earths? Mm. You know, this is what we're talking right. about, how transient life is. Yeah. And to focus on this life is the end all be all is going to be short sighted because there's a payout at the end. And, you know, God has made sure that, I mean, the, the gospel is free to everybody. Mm -hmm. There's no earning the gospel. Yeah. It's free to everybody. So God has made a way for all peoples, all nations, everybody 
to be saved. Yeah, absolutely. That's it, you know, and, you know, that's really um, kind of the, the heart of, you know, sharing it. And we use John 3.16. It's kind of the basic verse. But, you know, the reason that we do that is because a lot of people have heard that verse. A lot of people think they know what it means. A lot of people think that because Jesus died, that they're going to heaven, that Jesus paid for sin. So, oh, that means I'm going to heaven. And so it's really an opportunity to clarify what does that verse really mean? Maybe you've heard it. Maybe you've seen it at a uh, in a stadium or something like that. Uh, someone holding up a card or something like that. But what does it truly mean? And you know, it, it's the fact that we are hopelessly and helplessly separated from a perfect holy God due to sin, and we need a Savior. And Jesus came to make a way available for us to be saved. But we have to respond to that. And just because Jesus has made a way available um, does not mean we're going to heaven. We need to make a choice. And that is a choice that's offered to each and every one of us. But that's a response that is required. And so that's kind of really the simplicity of, of sharing the gospel is, is explaining that there is bad news. And because the bad news is so bad, eternal separation from God in hell is what makes the good news so good, right? That great price that Jesus paid to, you know, pay off that sin debt that we uh, could not do, that Jesus did for us that which we could not do for ourselves. Man, that's good news. That is awesome good news. And I love what you mentioned about uh, simplicity. Again, easy button, right? I yep. just That's my go-to. I, exactly. I love that. And Paul the Apostle in Second uh, Corinthians also mentions about, and that's 2 Corinthians, uh, yeah, it's 13.3, you know, being mindful of the simplicity that's in Christ and that we could be lured away from that simplicity or minds can make things too complicated. And the gospel is not complicated. Yeah. that You know, the basic gospel is not, and, you know, um, in going out on the streets, you know, I'll, I'll, I lead the street witnessing team at our church and I'll take the youth a lot of times and, uh, in my earlier days, um, you know, having somewhat of a passion for apologetics, you know, having a little more of a technical background and science and things of that nature, I tried to prepare and equip myself for answering all the objections of, you know, the atheists and the antagonists. But what I've realized is that a lot of those conversations are not very fruitful right then and there in the moment on the street, that people are not... Uh, necessarily wanting the answer. They're wanting to argue. And what I've learned is that, you know, finding those that are really willing to have an open-minded conversation is more productive than spending, you know, 20, 30 minutes arguing with somebody who's not really open-minded. And so, you know, from that, really just learning, you don't necessarily have to have all of these answers. You know, our job is not to have every answer but to sow the seed, you know, and it's okay to say, I'm not sure about that. Let me get back to you on that to, to create a relationship, a dialogue with people. But the core gospel is, is simple. It's, it's a basic, you know, idea and a concept and a presentation that can be made. And again, I, I think you can really just unpack John 3.16 and you can start there. It's a verse that I think, uh, you know, every Christian should know. And if you start there, you can start with a simple, basic gospel 
and sow the seed is what is what we're called to do. It's up to God to you know bring forth the the increase and the harvest is His. But man, we need to to not be afraid to sow the seed because we don't have every answer. You know, I, I think we should you know uh, have a desire to uh, study those things. But don't let it hold you back from sharing the simple gospel because it's the Holy Spirit that works. When you are going out there in faith, in in prayer, man, let the Holy Spirit lead you and let the Holy Spirit do in the heart that which you can't do with your words. And so just being faithful uh, with that childlike faith, just to, to present truly the best news that there is, man, that that that's what we're called to do. Yeah, Romans 1.16 it, the gospel is the power of God unto salvation. Absolutely. So it's not a, it's not our power; it's yeah. God's power. Yeah. So God's word has its own power. Yes. God's spirit is going to be working in the hearts and the minds yes. of the people that are going to be reading, and uh, and the people that are going to be sharing, backing them up in 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 their presentation as far as the work of the spirit. So now, three sixteen, yeah, of course, John three sixteen, but there's more to it. So. There's a there's a date involved as well as far as the ministry, which is which is March sixteenth. Yep. So so now we have John three sixteen coupled with March, with March being the third month of the year. So three sixteen, so the sixteenth day of March. And now we've coupled the gospel message with a date. So now we've combined these into a very simple presentation. And go ahead now and explain how do how do those two jive together? Where's the easy button? What is the you know impetus of the ministry in order to facilitate the body of Christ getting out there and sharing the gospel? Yeah, so we're we're super excited about this. Uh, we uh, just see this as a as a great opportunity. Um, to share the gospel and to get people involved in a way, uh, you know, especially for those who never have. Um, and really, you know, we, we say, you know, John 3.16 on 3.16. And the idea of, of putting a date to it, one of the questions I get uh, a lot is, hey, we're supposed to share the gospel every day, you know, not just on one day. And so that's that's not what we're saying, you know. This is just another opportunity, not to replace anything, but to add to. And I think it's really uh, an opportunity that uh, we've not taken advantage of, which is to come together on a day. Now, so the whole idea with three sixteen is to dedicate that day. When I write that date, three sixteen, March sixteenth, I think about John three sixteen. But the idea is, you know, I'm already saved. Like the world needs to know that message and the world gets behind their messages and their movements on certain days for awareness. You know, some of those things are good and some of them are not. Some of them are completely contrary to the gospel, but really just by their sheer numbers in solidarity, they really demand the attention of the world. And so, you know, really the idea here is, you know, why do we as the body of Christ, there's millions of Christians all over the world, not join our voices together to create a collective megaphone to proclaim the gospel to the world so that when that date comes, 316, it's about proclaiming the message of John 316. And so, you know, we say, you know, it's a day when Christians around the world join together to tell the world that God so loved the world. And so it's just a, a really easy way to intro um, 
sharing the gospel because you can just go up to somebody throughout the day and you just tell them happy 316 day. And they're going to say, what is that? You know, did I miss something? And it's like, yeah, the most important message that you could ever hear, the greatest news, the greatest price that was ever paid to meet the greatest debt. And so it really just opens up the opportunity to start a conversation and really kind of get people to ask you uh, the question that you want to answer. And then you can just proceed to uh, share the meaning of John 3.16. And so we have some resources available uh, on our website that just kind of shows a, a simple, easy way to break down John 3.16 into a gospel message and to be able to share that. And then, you know, the, we want this to kind of be uh, an all-out, you know, attack to to light up the world with the gospel. So you can do this in person. But the other side that we're super excited about is on social media side and the ability to just share your, your faith, share the gospel online by posting a video, a short gospel video on March 16th. And you can just start it out. Kind of the easy button is, hey, today's March 16th, 316. Let me tell you about John 316, you know, or just to say, hey guys, happy 316 day. Let me tell you about John 316. And, you know, just being prepared and equipped to just break down John 316. The cool thing about doing it online is you can write out a script or you can use some of our tools. You can record it and use as many takes as you need to get the video to say exactly what you want. And the cool thing is, if we can get the body of Christ doing this all over the world, what you do is on social media, you mark your post with the hashtag 316JesusSaves because what that does is it ties all those messages together, you know, and when you talk about the same thing at the same time on social media, it trends and it really demands the attention of the world. And that's really our heart is to point people's eyes to the gospel, to that message that when that date comes, 316, that the world knows that that name, there is one name, Jesus, and the message of salvation that Jesus saves. Man, that's what we want to proclaim to the world. So we have a great opportunity to come together really in solidarity and join in, in sharing the gospel in a way really like we never have. That's a, that's a, that's awesome. And so there's a website as well that they can go to, right? The, yeah, 316mission.info. It gives you all the information and it's really just basic. And, uh, you know, really we're just trying to get as many Christians as we can to, you know, add their voice to the megaphone, the collective megaphone, if you will, to just share the gospel. And so it's really an easy opportunity, something to celebrate. You know, I, I say to say it with joy because number one, the gospel is good news. And uh, I think there's no better way to celebrate this good news than to tell other people about it. And so it's just a, a great opportunity and uh, try to make it as easy as possible. You know, three things that usually hold people back from sharing the gospel is how do I start a conversation? What do I say? You know, and what if somebody asks me a question that I don't know how to answer? What if they interrupt me right in the middle and I lose my train of thought or you know, whatever it is. And so, you know, by posting a video, it really, you know, removes those things. You know, what do I say? How do I start a conversation? Well, hey, happy 316 day. You know, it's just, it's a day that we're doing it and we're doing it together. So you can just bring it up. It's March 16th, 316. Let me tell you about John 316. As far as what do I say? If you don't know how to share the gospel, 
You can just unpack John 3.16. Like I said, we have some written cards that you can use that have a written out script. We have some video tutorials on our website. And, or, you know, if you already have a way that you prefer sharing the gospel, if you like to use the Romans road or three circles or the, you know, a bridge illustration or, or whatever it is, do that. You know, we're, we're not, you know, saying that this is, this way is better than any other way, but it's a way to be prepared. And then, you know, lastly, it's a video. So no one's going to interrupt you. But the cool thing is when do you ever get a chance to bring all your friends and family into one room and say, Hey guys, sit down and listen to me for a couple minutes while I share the gospel. That's not going to happen. But in a way you kind of can do that by sharing the gospel online. And, and one other cool aspect about that is, you know, people react differently face to face than they do, you know, by themselves. And so someone who might be a little more uh, hesitant or uh, antagonistic in a face to face conversation, if you share a video and, and you can really share it from your heart, you know, the, the idea here is, you know, to on social media, to your circle of friends and, and family to say, guys, if there's one thing I could tell you from the bottom of my heart, the most important thing I could ever tell you, if you give me just a couple minutes and hear me out, it's this. And they can listen to it whenever, you know, in, in their own privacy when they're alone and just to see what the Lord is going to do. So we're super excited about that. Yeah, so really the, the skies are open as far as what you could do whether it's a, a video, whether it's a graphic. So if somebody's an artist and they want to do a picture of John 3.16 somehow and then post up a, a piece of artwork, something to that effect, whatever it is. Yeah, and, an, and another way to do it, which is really cool using social media, is you can just even share somebody else's gospel message. So if there's a, you know, perhaps it's your pastor or somebody else and you're not able to, to, you know, put your own message together. If you share someone else's gospel message and you can just, you know, type in there, hey, this is, you know, my friend or this is, you know, whoever it might be. Check this out. This is a great message, you know, and you use that same hashtag. It still ties all those things together and it's a way to, to get the gospel out. So uh, we'd love, you know, you know, if pastors are uh, hearing this and listening to, to put uh, a gospel message that's shareable uh, that other people can use and, and just to get the gospel out. And, you know, our heart is really for all Christians on social media. Um, we use it for so many different things. And this is the most important message we have. So our, you know, heart is that, you know, you don't allow March 16th to pass without the gospel passing through your feed, you know, like be part of that, join in. And, you know, there's the element of solidarity, you know, people stepping out in faith to know that people all over the world, that we're going to step out of our comfort zones together. We're going to do it together. I kind of think of it like if you were going to go out, you know, witnessing with your church and to go out with other believers and say, hey, we're going to do it together. But can you imagine if churches all over the world are also going out at the same time and, and really that's that unity and that solidarity within the body of Christ that we're all kind of stepping out and stepping, uh, you know, into sharing the gospel together. And then, then there's the 
aspect of a collective impact that we have on the world. People are going to say, what is going on? Like everyone is sharing the gospel. Christians are coming out of the woodworks. And, uh, you know, I've heard the gospel five times today. You know, this guy at the grocery store hit me up and then I saw it on social media. And, you know, just to really flood the world with the gospel message, light up the world. This world, we are in a, a season really like we've never been, you know, coming through and out of this pandemic. We need to share the gospel in a way like we never have. And I think this is a great opportunity to do it, to join our voices together as millions of Christians around the world to proclaim one message, one savior, one name, and man, to God be the glory. Amen. Well, Josh, we're at uh, the end of our uh, our podcast time today. Uh, thank you so much for being in studio. And, you know, I'd just like to add on to that last thought. Uh, Galatians chapter 3, verse 28 says that there's neither Jew nor Greek, there's neither slave nor free, there's neither f- uh, male or female, uh, but you are all one in Christ Jesus. So mm-hmm. the idea of the gospel of Christ going out into all the world, it is everybody. There is no division in the body of Christ we see division in the world. We see how there is a, a, a desire to divide. But the gospel message is God coming in and saying, come to me. I have paid the price. I have fulfilled everything that's required for you to have salvation and to establish that relationship. There's this ministry of reconciliation according to Second Second uh, uh, Corinthians 5, uh, 18. And it says, now all things are from God who reconciled us to, to himself through Jesus Christ and gave us this ministry of reconciliation. So we have this, this ministry of reconciliation to reconcile mankind back to God. And thank you so much for the ministry, bringing this to our attention as far as March 16th to share John 3.16. Very simple, very easy to do. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for having me on, Dave. It's been a pleasure. Standing in Christ in the 21st century has its goal in becoming the fragrance of God to those around us.